This is a HeadGum Podcast. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo Concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. No rest. We can discuss. Give me your truth. It never fails. What up, y'all? It's your boy Lil Real. Welcome to Keep It Real with Young Wayne. And today, you know, look, we're not sure whenever this is gonna come on, but we're celebrating Black History. Okay. That's why I got this jacket on, my Chicago Cubs Black History jacket, mm-hmm. along with my uh, free breakfast program sweatshirt, you know what I mean? The Panthers, who used to give free breakfast to the kids in the neighborhood, mm-hmm. uh, represent Chicago as I always do. My Black History Jordan, no, these ain't Black History <laughs> uh, But yeah, I'm just excited. My Black History Zara jeans. Well, this Can you sing the Negro National Anthem for us? Yep. Lift every voice and sing. You got to do the third verse. Sega. <laughs> I feel like you've done this Jay on stage. Yeah. Darf has, has brought yeah, us Sega. Song full of the hope that the present brought us facing the rising sun of a new day. Let us march on till victory is won. One. I wonder how Shirley Ralph gonna sing at the Super Bowl. <laughs> Wait, she's singing. She's singing. She's singing. She's singing. Yeah, she's singing. Wow. She's probably gonna go. I left every voice and sing. That's how old black Broadway people sing. They go left every voice and sing. That's how she's gonna sing it. <laughs> <laughs> She sang when she got that award. What are the awards she sang? I don't know what that song was. I have no idea. You remember when she was just like, and my sister. So I'm like, what the fuck you singing? When she accepted the award, <laughs> she did that? Yeah, she just went up to like, let my people go. I would like to thank Bronson <laughs> for this opportunity. I'm like, damn, all right. Did you sing in a choir? In yeah, yeah, I sang in a choir. I played the drums. Not hell yeah, I sang in a choir. <laughs> uh, I sang in a choir. All right, that's cool. Uh, yeah, I sang in a choir. Like <laughs> okay. singing so like Jesus is alive and well. Tell him for me. It's so funny. Like a lot of the old gospel songs, they they used to write how they talk. Like nowadays, they, everybody write it a little more classier. Like it was a song called "Right on King Jesus," <laughs> right. Oh, King Jesus, no man cannot hinder me. Right on, King Jesus, right. Right, right on. That's the crazy thing to write a song called Right On. Did you know people just say to the seven, hey, man, right on. Mm-hmm. Let's write a song called Right On, King Jesus. Just a bunch of dudes with afros and sideburns. Man, I wrote a new song today. What's it called? Right On, King Jesus. <laughs> You jive turkey, Jesus. The devil is a jive time time turkey. I, I wish y'all had told me to wear uh, Black History Month clothes. I got on all white. I don't know what that is, brother. And some green. I guess I got green, kind of green. It's comfortable, but yeah, you know. I'm, I'm chilling. Well, okay, here we go. Why are we talking about Black History? Like, it, it's so interesting now because I know when I was growing up, it was specific Black History movies that came out every Black History Month. Hmm. One of my favorite ones was Little Boy King. They're like, little boy king, keep your dream, and don't you ever, ever, ever let him down. Little boy king. Little mm-hmm. boy. Type in little boy king. Is this not it? And the boy king came up. The, yeah. Focuses on a young Yeah, there you go. Look, look, look at that. There you go. The second one. 
Because it was a whole song. It's like a real song called Little Boy King, Keep Your Dream. And you already listen to it on YouTube. <laughs> I listen to it every year. I was about to say, how do you know this is on here? really are. That's it right there. But a boy who's mature enough to want his own bat is mature enough to wait till dinner for his potatoes. Well, if I'm so mature, why can't I go downtown and see a movie? Now, the people they cast movies. as Dr. King in the 80s, I we were talking about even little, little boy, that don't look the like that. Look how crazy that boy look. I thought like, I'm <laughs> Ali. It's so many, it's so many castings of little, like, because it was out. another movie called Just King, right? The star of my man uh, that didn't kind of look like Dr. King. But this little boy didn't either. He looked like a vampire. <laughs> like a vampire. Like, like I'm had a hard time casting people <laughs> to look like Dr. King. I, I've never understood that. Hey, this guy Meek Mill. He looked like Dr. King. Not at all. Yeah. Not Meek Mill. In some pictures he did. Wayne, you sound hey, insane. Man, everybody knows Actually, this. you know what? Yeah, stop it, I can man. see it. It's in Thank the eyes. You. Thank you. Come on, man. Real, you it's always... You think Meek Mill looks like Dr. Martin Luther King, the junior? I'm sure. The junior. Yes. Dr. Martin Luther the King? Yeah. Meek Mill the King, junior. Look at that. It's, it's everywhere. I, I didn't just make it up. Damn. Dr. King look kind of <laughs> lit on... Where'd they take that one at? And that's where he got the dreams and nightmares from. He had a dream. He had dreams and nightmares. <laughs> oh, my God. Oh, man. What? Stop playing with me. Meek Mill and Dr. King. <laughs> now you see it. Well, that's a lit Dr. King, though. <laughs> that's a lit Dr. King. Oh, that documentary was Dr. lit. King was like, hey, <laughs> oh, my mama, that Martin Washington was crazy. <laughs> so many. No. <laughs> it wasn't bad. Mm. Dr. King was so smart, man. That's how you knew, you know, and it's so interesting, right? We talk about black history, man. We got to bring up Dr. King. It's like, what is really a black history movie? Like, most of the time, we always base it off, like, if it's, you know, the Mega Everest story or Malcolm X or, uh, uh, what's the name? Jane, the Jane Pittman story with, with uh, who played Jane Pittman? Uh, what's the name? A legendary actress. Alexa, uh. A legendary actress. Cicely Tyson. Oh. Which was weird because she already looked old. <laughs> but they made her older. I'm sorry. But it was <laughs> kind of insane, actually, that I think about it. The Jay Pittman story is fascinating. It's actually really good. So it's like, all right, what's the newer versions of black history? And I think, and now that I think about it, I think I've been in a couple black history. Like I did Judas and the Black Messiah, which mm-hmm. could be considered now a that, black history movie. That was black history. You know what I mean? Uh, Get Out. Whew. It's definitely a black history movie. <laughs> Wait, what? Didn't Get Out come out in February? Yep, it sure did. <laughs> yes, it did. Wow. Came out February 24th, I believe. Because <laughs> it's a black history movie. I would have never put that in a black history movie. Why not? <sighs> Why not? What? Why not? I, what's don't, the, I don't know. What's the difference between watching that? Uh, Roots? Mm. You got Selma. Oh yeah, I did that Black History special with Kevin Hart. I'm all about. I'm all Black History, baby. I'm all Black History. Me and Chadwick Boseman, baby, we are Black History. <laughs> 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 like Chadwick is Black History. What you think about? Yeah. It? Like between forty two, he played James Black Brown. Brown. Uh, what else he do? Black Panther. Yeah. This, their brother, God rest his soul, I miss Chadwick, is black, he's probably the most black history actor we've ever fucking seen. It, now that you think about it. Outside of maybe, just say why, because Mo' Better Blues could be considered a black history movie to me. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Like, almost all Spike Lee movies have black history in it. And that's what I was going to ask about the Spike Lee movie with um, Michael Rappaport. What was the name of that movie? Do the Right Thing. Not that one. Oh. Was that, was the one where... The guy, the white boy was on campus. Oh, uh, you talking about uh, the one with uh, Omar Epps? Yes. Yeah. What was the name of it? Higher Learning. Higher Learning. Ooh, that could be one. Yeah. I mean, look, School Days is one. School Days. Uh, I think Soul Food is a black history movie. I mean, what? I mean, at this point, what is a black history movie? That's Ooh. interesting. Because, you know, Nia Long says something interesting. And, uh, and she's right about this, about... You know, labeling things as black movies right. and not just movies. Mm-hmm. But then it goes to like, what's a black history movie? Rosewood, mm. to me, is a black history movie. 
I guess a black a black history movie is a movie that is about black history, like something that happened in the past, and we and they're doing it now. So what is that? Forty two for sure. Selma for sure. Selma for sure. Um, Malcolm X. Yeah, definitely. So with New, New Jack City, would you consider New Jack City a Black History movie? <laughs> it happened in the history of Black. I mean, well, <laughs> nobody shot Nino Brown at a courthouse with a little ass gun. Okay, I mean that didn't happen. Okay, it's no way in hell you could. But like what? Like okay, Ray is is that not? A, I think that's considered a Black History movie. Okay, what's that? Because <laughs> Ray Charles is his a historical figure. Yeah. Okay. That's facts. Hmm. Ali. Like is BMF a black history series? Mm. I think also, like, what's the difference between something that is about something like historical and a project, say, like a soul food that makes history? You know what I mean? Well, that, you think about Five Heartbeats, right? Mm. Even though that's not, it's based off a real group. Mm. But it's some very black history about it. Like you, if they show Five Heartbeats doing black history, everybody be like, "Oh shit, the Five Heartbeats are." I think people feel like the Jackson's American Dream, right. the, mm-hmm. <laughs> the miniseries, mm-hmm. it's got a black history. That and the Temptations movie too. Yeah, but those like follow certain people. But I'm thinking like there's certain movies that are like cult classics, right? That we mm. like culturally like honor and reference that aren't necessarily about like a special figure, right? But it has become like. A classic. So, what differentiates like the historical information versus like something that's like our cultural? That's classic. what I'm about to say. It is some about things that, like, things that display our neighborhoods. Like the reason why Friday was so popular, mm. so many people related to it. Mm. Right. Yeah. Just sitting on the porch chilling, and it's just it's just whatever that day is gonna be. Right. Yeah, especially the hood because you the hood is unpredictable. You never know what's gonna happen. You never know what's gonna happen. Yeah, day to day is different. And so Friday, that first Friday is such a classic. Like it's just like, you know, because you think about even like just the the history of our culture, and I think that's what's interesting about what do we celebrate during Black History Month outside of just because this is think about it too. It's so funny that now that I think about this, right? I don't know how long Black history can exist. And the reason why I say that is because black history is American history. And I hate th- the fact that we separate it is kind of a problem. Mm. You know what I'm saying? Because, you know, especially with historical stuff, I'd rather Black History Month be about celebrating black culture. So if we do that, then we're able to celebrate things like Def Comedy Jam, hip hop, like all these things that we brought. Like Little Richard has a documentary coming out, which I can't wait to see. And I, things I've been hearing about the people that saw it at Sundance, we don't realize how much impact he had on music. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. And he doesn't get he didn't get any fucking credit for it. Mm-mm. Even though he you him, he maybe used to talk shit. I am the innovator that did it. Everybody like, ha ha, that's funny. But no, he ain't lying. Right. These motherfuckers is like they like played him. Like he never did none of that shit. You know, shit. You know, have you watched the Elvis movie? No. That movie to me exposes how strong black culture is. Elvis literally, Elvis used to hang out with black people. Mm-hmm. And so, like, and they showed mo- that in the movie. They showed that in the movie. Mm-hmm. And he was actually trying to bring people in and they wouldn't let him do that shit. Wow. Yeah. Like, they almost tried to cancel him after he did like this TV special. Because he didn't do none of the music he was supposed to do. But it ended up making him more popular. The Elvis movie surprised me. I was like, oh, I don't give a fuck about no fucking Elvis. And then like the uh, Dale, or Danella's daughter, and her boyfriend watching, they said it was good. I'm like, all right. <laughs> and they some little militant niggas. <laughs> so I, <laughs> I was, and I watched it. I was surprised about how, I, had to, I actually watched it and felt bad for Elvis, actually. Wow. Like, Damn. Like he wanted to do the right thing, but they wouldn't let him. They wouldn't let him actually. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like shit. When white people like control other white people. It's like another thing. Like God damn, this is crazy. Uh, Who's playing Little Richard? You know, it ain't a biopic. It's a documentary. You know the oh, difference. Oh, I didn't know. I, I said, said docu- movie. I, I didn't said documentary. I didn't. I didn't remember. Yeah, I so didn't. then that's what I think about. I think about what what we should learn to honor. Because now we're in a great place in 2023 
where we have decades of uh, black cultural things that has happened that I think we should learn to celebrate. I think that's what Black History Month should be spent on, not just like, because sometimes I feel like we only civil, celebrate civil rights things mm. and not other historical things uh, and people that have done some very, like, amazing things. You know what I'm saying? I mean, we look at, like, all the amazing gymnasts we've seen. Like, like Serena Williams is black history now, when you think about it. The yeah. Williams family. You know what I'm saying? What yeah. they pulled off, what Richard Williams did. I feel bad for Richard Williams, too. Like, I've been reading too much about, uh, you know, he wasn't do the Mary one of somebody way younger than him. <laughs> Nigga. She, she took all that bread. Dang. I didn't know that. Yeah, man. It's, it's actually sad. Because they're all trying to, you know, make sure you're okay. But anyway, the Williams family, I think, is black history. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Um, You know, you can say whatever you want about Michael Jordan, but... Man. Man. Mike is, Mike is part of black history. Uh, we know about the Obamas, you know. Yeah, they made They made history. They made history in so many ways. We we've never we will never I don't know if we'll ever have a first lady like Michelle Obama again. Like that's that popular. Right. I I man, when I hosted that they had me host the um this, uh, the, the college thing. The college uh, sign the college signing thing, me and Lala did it. Bunch of celebrities there. Like hella celebrities. When Michelle Obama came out. Them kids lost their shit. I ain't never seen no shit like that. Hmm. When have we known a first lady to be more popular than celebrities? Hmm. And the celebrities, was, I was on 10. We was all in line trying to take a picture with her. Hmm. Backstage, the whole line. Yeah, she went to Whitney Young High School. No, she didn't. She definitely went to Whitney Young High School in Chicago, Illinois, <clears throat> 211 South Laughlin. Okay, that's because you went there, right, Wayne? Oh, some of the greats, yeah, me, Michelle, mm. Michelle, and I. That's a, there's a few, there's a few other ones. She don't know you, huh? You ever met Michelle Obama? Yeah, I have. You got a picture? No, you got no proof, nigga. She came to the school. You know, she actually brought Serena and Venus to the school. For real? Mm -hmm. I was like, what's going on here? So she gives the best. She has such mom, first lady energy. I can't even describe that shit. She gave me a hug. I always wanted to start crying. <laughs> I was like, damn. Use Michelle Obama hugs, get you emotional shit. <laughs> yeah, that was a great day. Like, I'm looking at these movies, so those are the only ones that came up. No, so look, okay, so then let's go with, <laughs> but if we think about, and this is not me trying to be funny, right? I did break up New Jack City. Mm -hmm. New Jack City is kind of black history, in a way. How? It might have been the first. Well, yeah. Well, the Mac might be the first black. Okay, that's another black history movie, the Mac. That cover. You yeah. ever seen the Mac before? I've seen, I remember it, but yes. I, ever, I, you ever seen the Mac? No. Richard Pryor. Man, that movie is, it's one of the greatest Look movies. Look at the cover. Let me see that cover, man. Well, I think it's about pimping. You know what, though? this I was actually thinking about this, though, because I feel like a lot of times we don't talk about... Um, like Richard Pryor or like Dick Gregory or like any of those like old old school comedians. Like I feel like a lot of times they don't get there. Well, we do. I just watched it. So I was a part of a documentary. Um, I forgot what it was called, but I watched it again on a plane, which is crazy. I'm like, oh, I mean, you watch yourself in a documentary. <laughs> I'm about to say what? But it's great, though, because we was all able to, we was showing love to Dick Gregory. What Dick Gregory did was unprecedented, actually, because... He was like one of the first mainstream stand-up comics. He might have invented stand-up comedy. <laughs> no, 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 a guy right before him. But they were like the first people to do it at first, like just to stand there and just talk. Right. Mm -hmm. It wasn't like, because at first he was like standing, you do some tap dance and some silly shit, but like they were just talking. Hmm. That wasn't done yet until those guys. Wow. Dick Gregory became a superstar with his honesty, but cared more about the movement just separated himself from that. Can you but, go, go but because that? of that, he opened more doors for like Red Fox to come in, uh, Nipsey Russell, uh, yeah, it's it, Moms Mabley. They all came in after that. No, I wanted to uh, see who they said invented stand up comedy. Oh, I just want to see what Google mm. says. This is a 
Yeah, you gotta be specific. You got stand-up comedy. It doesn't say who invented it. It just says history of who's the first stand-up comedian of all times. Well, you gotta watch the documentary too, cause. But y'all know the name of it. I mean, Dick Gregory's a part of it. That's what I'm saying. It was like only okay. a few people that went up there and just talked. Yeah, I mean, this I feel like talks a lot about um, like minstrel shows and stuff. First mm-hmm. being like, the and that's not comedy, it. But like, I feel like there's a separation between that and like what is like now. Dick Gregory changed the fucking game. Wow. Yeah, because this says the founders of modern American stand-up comedy include Moms Mabley, Jack Benny, Bob Hope, George Burns, Fred Allen. And guess who was before them? Who? Dick Gregory. Wow. They all came from the Chitlin circuit. Who exactly. Yeah, this is. Hmm. Dick Gregory. Dick, got, Dick Gregory is fucking, he's a legend. Chitlin circuit. And he was there for everything. I remember I sat with Dick Gregory at Mel's Diner. Uh, I think it was after the comedy store or something. Man, man, like, I mean, the reason why I see Jesse Jackson is different like, is because of him. Hmm. <laughs> I was like, hmm. Okay. Damn. <laughs> <laughs> and he just, man, he could just, he was just spitting so much jewels to us that night. You just sit there and you just listen. Mm-hmm. Wow. And that's what I'm saying. Like, even with, like, you know, we think about comedy history. It's like, it's so many historic things. That's why, like, once again, I hope, I think we should get to a cool place where we could just celebrate all these different fucking wins, man. Yeah. You know, especially when you think about, like, you think about, like, Eddie Murphy. Eddie Murphy is black history to me. Because he changed the game of, uh, like, even just movies. Like, Richard Pryor was the first comic movie star in a way because he's the first one to get like the big overall deals to do all these movies and shit like that Eddie took that shit to a whole nother level Eddie became the first box office movie star which is why when you see the, the buddy cop things and all this shit that's Eddie Murphy that's Eddie Murphy yeah when he did 48 Hours this is when you knew some black history shit was happening <laughs> and he put that hat on he took that white guy's hat off put it on his head and said it's a new sheriff in town mm. That was movie history. Because ain't no nigga ever owned no scene like that. Outside of Sidney Poitier slapping that goddamn cop after he slapped him. (laughs) (laughs) It's like, oh shit. Which is a Sidney Poitier career. Mm -hmm. I just watched this documentary in so many fucking ways. It was so groundbreaking. He's black history. He could barely speak English when he came to Florida. That's why he talks like this. We would think he was sounding sophisticated. He's really just, he's Caribbean. <laughs> hmm. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. He just know how to make it. But then when you watch the documentary, you start listening like, oh, shit, it's just really a Caribbean voice. Right. Just call me Mr. Tabs. One duck one. You know what I mean? Like, it's just, you know, that's, that's what that is. It's so fucking fascinating. Mm-hmm. And he was able to come here, be who he was. He ended up directing, like, Oh, man, City Porter opened so many doors up, man. Like, he was, like, for comedians, they don't get enough credit for, like, comedic actors. He was one of the first directors to just let the comics just do their thing. It's a certain shot he would use because, just so he wouldn't have to get no close-ups, just if they played around and do whatever they want. It's not the best shot list, but it was enough to make whatever they wanted to make funny and shit. You know what I'm saying? Mm. Damn, City Poitier. Black history, man. You know, look. You say whatever you want about Tyler Perry, but he's a part of black history. I mean, what he's done is fucking historic. Yeah. You know, he started out with the, which we don't talk about enough, honoring our plays. Like, right? Those, you know, they're not on Broadway. Could you, that, and that's what's interesting about Broadway. You know, you see, like, how do you think, like, David Talbert and Tyler Perry and all these guys made, Hella money because it is an audience that want to see African American stars in plays. Mm-hmm. I mean, that's why we, you know, Dream Girls is one of the, it's historic. Mm. Welding instructor Alex DeClaire knows firsthand how VR training platforms like ForgeFX can help meet the demand for skilled workers. Anywhere you go look, there's going to be a shortage of welders. 
VR training can help welding students learn the skills they need to begin and advance in their career. The beauty of virtual reality is it simulates that exact muscle memory that they need. Explore more stories like Alex's at meta.com slash metaverseimpact. As you write your life story, you're far from finished. Are you looking to close the book on your job? Maybe turn a page in your career. Be continued at the Georgetown University School of Continuing Studies. Our professional master's degrees and certificates are designed to meet you where you are and take you where you want to go. At Georgetown SCS, the learning never stops, and neither do you. Write your next chapter. Be continued at scs.georgetown.edu slash podcast. People making history in t- in right now. Dude, we're making history right now. Dude. Yeah. Right in front of us. I mean, shit, 106 in Park was history. I was just going to say that. I was like, Terrence J. It was some historic. Well, free and AJ. I free and AJ. Free and AJ. Free and I know, AJ but I thought about Terrence, but, you know, but yes, yeah, free but and AJ. They, but they are history. We wouldn't have Terrence J in there if it weren't for free and AJ. Mm-hmm. It, it fucks you up that AJ Braves wasn't real. And it's like, I didn't know that. Wait, I still what? I still don't know that. What do you mean? No, nigga, it's it's proven fact that it's not. those are not real. They put them bitches on every day. Yeah, right. No. Come on. You Google it if you want Please, can we look that up? Got, yeah, he admitted I, to that. No, huh? That's my man's too. He had on a wig? Yeah, everybody knew that. You know, and I remember one time we all almost hated AJ. AJ had to grow to everybody. Free, yeah. free people love free no, right away. Oh, yeah, free was it. Free was it. Oh, my God. <laughs> what? <laughs> what? <laughs> man, you got to be kidding me. Yeah, man. I, mean, I guess the Steve Harvey thing kind of tripped me out too. That he had that thing on top. Ain't of no nigga head. grow no goddamn braids that long, I, man. Well, to this day, no. Nah. Well, yeah, because then it was like it was like dreads and braids at the same time. But I thought that was his style. Because you of imagine that. who? Well, who you wouldn't be able to braid it if it was. Who pitched that? Like who was like, hey man, the only way <laughs> these young people gonna listen to you if you got long gas braids. <laughs> Wait. Oh no. Huh? Okay, no. No. What's this? What's the play? Oh, they was gluing his hair on. <laughs> what the? Wow. Every day? Every fucking day. He took all that time doing that. <laughs> That's what everybody thought when he, when he started doing the other show. They're like, wow, he cut his hair. <laughs> he just took that bitch off. Yeah, I was, well, we seen him at the Miss Diddy John. Well, I know I did. You probably seen him. Huh. But he's saying, he's trying to say that that was just a newer clip. But why would you ever do that? Because it says since then, Callaway saw all the commotion and took to his Instagram stories to admit that his dreads were indeed real back in his 106 in Park days. That clip is just a new one. Yeah, all right, nigga. Oh, come on, real. See? I, mean, I don't know, mm-hmm. but we seen a wig being applied. Because <laughs> why? What was he doing that he needed to get a lace front put on? Uh-huh. Oh man, there's no way, man. Every day. Well, you don't put a lace front on every day. Okay, no, I, he just had that bitch on. Just have it on. Because they glue it down. I don't know, dog. Yeah, I'm telling you. Nah, people think mine are fake. But Yo, it's definitely fake. <laughs> Take this off with his hat. It's just the yeah. hat and the hair come off with the... Yeah, right. that would be great. But I mean, yeah, 106 of Park was historic. No, definitely. You know what I mean? Like, I mean, we had, everything was historic. And everything, everything, the BET used to have, like, you know, BET Uncut was historic. No, nah, that was something. I mean, yeah, but but hold on. What a time to be alive. Man. <laughs> the word is Tell me what that thing smell like. So his from the streets was historic. Wanna kick it tonight? Yeah, his from the streets was historic. That was a great guy, man. My man Al. You said Al. that was a great guy? No, he is a great guy. All right, why you say well? You about to make me cry like nigga, he all right? <laughs> no, Al is good. That's man. my man. Actually, he's probably just Texas. I mean, Cedar's world was into like we was all like listening to some weird ass cartoon robots. Did we ever find out who she was? Who the was? fuck is Cedar? No. I feel like we did. I feel like, no. They was on a, like one of the newer BET Awards or something. 
But the, the person or was just the robot again? I think it was just the cartoon. I mean, Lil Bow Wow is history. <laughs> Like, his career was it like opened up the doors for all the other little versions of young people to come in after him. Which is why they had that little weird ass tour. What are you talking about? The Beat, the Millennium Scream? Millennium Tour, Millennium, whatever that shit is. Millennium well, tour. yeah, it was the Scream Tour when I was a young warthog. But I'm talking about like the recent one with all of them. Yeah. So we might as well. That go was ahead. my first concert. Well, speaking of concerts, speaking of Black History, we might as well talk about Beyonce, man. Beyonce, oh, and she's man. making history every day, right? Every fucking every year, dude. <laughs> every day. Like she keeps she keeps raising a bar. It's to the point, you know. Look, at one point we're gonna have to be okay that she's larger than life than Michael Jackson. Okay, now see, you know, you know. I mean, we look. Can we stop comparing people? No, nah, man. Beyonce it, is great. She is a story. It's, it's not comparing. It's just, it. it's just we talking about larger than life. What makes Beyonce interesting even more than Michael is, is that Beyonce and her artistry started showing us her personal side. And to me, that always makes an artist to me a goat when I know shit about you. That's why we had the greatest comedian conversations. And, you know, uh, when people self-proclaim themselves as the goat, it's like, nigga, you ain't the goat. Okay, so that's why people like LeBron over Michael Jordan. So you call him LeBron and go, I'm not going to compare anybody. To this, this is ridiculous. Beyonce is great. She, uh, looking she, forward to a tour. She's the goat, dude. Yeah. Like she's doing shit. Looking forward to a tour. We it's talking about great. music videos. We talking about like mini movies. She's taking all that shit to another level. Even the choreography, even the styles of music she's doing. She's done whole albums with motherfuckers only do a few songs like that on their album. I give you that. That's for sure. Even her collaborations, like, but, but but listen, she didn't remember the time fifteen times already. Yeah, but what she, she did at Coachella was Black History, like a motherfucker. Absolutely, Beachella. But let's also Beachella. Let's also remember that she was she she got to see what Mike did and take it to another level. That's what and we we hope everyone cool. does. Right? And, but but the but, but, that but Richard Pryor, Eddie Murphy, Kevin Hart, Lil Rail. But but that's guess how what? it goes. Hey, none of us still ain't touching Eddie. None of us are. We haven't seen it yet. Because it, it's like, you know, look, and it's just the honest to God truth. You think about Eddie Murphy. What he did was just so unprecedented. It just it set so many fucking the ways we do things. Like he set the precedent for that shit. And I feel like that's that's why we gotta pay respect to the, the Michael Jacksons and the I'm not before saying, him. The Michael princes. Jackson is great. Prince, they was all at the same time. I just look. I'm saying Beyonce has trumped all that shit. And the and I don't think you should do that. The, I don't think you should say that. But let me say this: the the weird the argument always happens is, and it's some real shit. Is when we say a woman oh. has trumped a man, and that's when everybody start getting oh, fucking weird about man. it. Dang. That's the honest to God truth. Oh, I don't mean that. I love Beyonce. Because nobody she couldn't awesome. wait to say Michael Jackson trumped James Brown. I would never say it. Motherfucker said it, though. I wouldn't say it. People said it. I wasn't here to say it. I ain't say you, but I'm saying people said it. But it wasn't a problem. So now that I think about this, right, you might be right on that one because they don't put regard women better than men, right, in any... Is, is there some, anything we're talking about? They keep... They separate it. They separate it. Yeah. Hmm. That's real. Because when you said top rappers, they won't put them in that. I, I mean, I I heard a list the other day. I just shook my head. But, um. Won't even put them in a fucking category. Sing it. It's some niggas that did only okay work for. You think about Biggie only did a few albums. Right. Two. Two albums. Right. But he still put at this top tier of shit. Queen Latifah didn't do a bunch of albums, but was she fucking spitting? Yeah. And she consistently stayed relevant in the culture. Oof. It's just really interesting. Hey, look, nobody talks about it. It's the elephant in the room. So, but music, Whitney Houston right. was, I think they, they've said that she was the greatest singer of all time. Had the best voice. Yeah, I think so. I think Whitney's voice is yes. Well, between her and Aretha Franklin, man. But that's that's great. There you go, women in that regard. So that is it. It happens. Yeah, yeah. Not, but not. It's but it's very interesting what it is, though, right? We we just talking about overall superstar. We like oh singer. I don't think nobody's bigger than Beyonce. 
ever. That's fine. I think that yeah, I just I just don't feel. And she's had every moment that everybody had. Remember Michael Jackson had his moment when he get you know at the American Music was he did shit with his brothers and he did his solo shit. Beyonce did the same exact shit. The BET Award, that first BET Award solo performance. Mm-hmm. It was the same exact shit. You could almost compare her and Mike, and then it's a stoppage with Mike. Because one thing I give Beyonce and I, and I Michael Jackson, no disrespect, but she kept her blackness. We never look. The elephant in the room with black people is this: we never discuss Michael's Jack. We just all act like it was normal, nigga. No, okay. The brother was a brother. Then one day he just showed up. How he showed up, and everybody's like, okay, Ooh, Michael. They said it was a skin disease, sir. I don't know. We weren't there. We don't know, nigga. I want to see a group I of don't people. Touch this. <laughs> I don't give a fuck. At this point, like, what the fuck? It's just the truth. It's the elephant in the room that black people don't talk about. Like, fam, I thought about this one day. I was like at home, like, because I wanted to think about back in the day. I was like, my parents, I like all the adults, they they let us down. <laughs> Nobody said shit to Mike. Nobody said a fucking thing. Hey, Mike, uh, people can't wait to call somebody a drug addict. People can't wait to do all this shit. Ain't nobody say shit to this nigga. Yeah. We just let it be what it is. It wasn't even like a transition. He was like regular Mike, and then one day the nigga had a long curly head, and he was fucking white. And it was like, <laughs> what the fuck? And ain't nobody say shit. Man. It don't matter if you're black or white. We just let it be what it is. We just went with what it is. He wouldn't even tell us what the skin disease was. I thought he had vitiligo. Vitiligo? <laughs> Google, Google vitiligo. He's going to say it don't look like that. Google, Google, Google. Because what do the vitiligo got to do with the hair? <laughs> Why ain't had no fro no more? <laughs> so the Villalago fucked his hair up too. <laughs> that is a yes. question I've had. I'm not. Uh, <laughs> yeah, this is. I don't know what happened to his afro. Michael Jackson's my all-time favorite cool. as a kid. But think that. about this. Think of, I'm just being honest. Yeah, just, I, look, I'm not gonna be an asshole. But nobody says a damn thing about this shit. They be like, man, he have. Man, you know Mike, you know, people get mad. Man, Mike had Vitilago, man. So shut up. Right. It's like, no, but did he have in his hair? Yeah. It's, <laughs> but did he have it? leaks it? down and make your fro silky. Cause my cousin got that uh Vitilagos. Vitilago. And they and they got silky hair too, man. So you shut up about Michael Jackson. All right. Cause Michael, Michael did a song, they don't really care about us. We weren't sure what us it was. <laughs> they don't really care about us. I don't like comparing them, but yeah, shout, out, shout out Beyonce, shout out Michael Jackson, shout out Usher, Usher Raymond. Look, you try to change the subject. I'm no, sorry. I, I, no, I mean, I, I see you just saying. I even see the whitewash on Michael Jackson. Explain. This is the thing about it. Sammy Sosa just did the same shit. Okay. Nah, that don't look right. Sammy Sosa still got his fro. He still nah. got his goddamn fro. Uh, no, nah, his. So, so my my, my, <laughs> my point is saying this shit. I give Sammy Sosa one thing. At least he honest. Sammy Sosa never had a bad hair. He had like he nappy hair. Nigga, so my point of saying that is, vitiligo is one thing. You can full blown bleach. You think Michael Jackson didn't know the best bleacher in the world? He did not. <laughs> is that a job? <laughs> sorry, real. He didn't know. I'm sorry. We we give Mike a pass about that shit. Is it so weird to be mad? Uh, it's like okay, so. We get met, we we talk about everybody else shit, but this nigga, black black people love Michael Jackson way too much. When Michael Jackson showed up at the BET Awards, which you gotta remember, like <laughs> every time Mike was in some bullshit, he show up to the BET Awards. He'll come to the Black Awards show like, oh shit, Michael here, but nobody talks about that shit. I'm sorry, it's just the truth. Not I love I, I love Michael Jackson. Don't I don't think love, you love Michael Jackson. I know I love. Michael I think Jackson. you love Prince more, so you have something against Michael Jackson. No, 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 no. Yeah, yeah. If I had to take a side, it would have been Prince. I know, hundred percent, because Prince was a real nigga. There you go. He said, uh, "You know why I didn't do the bad video? <laughs> the first line of that song is, your butt is mine. Who butt? <laughs> 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 is that anywhere on YouTube? Yeah, it is." Is it RCD Hall interview? Oh wow! Say Prince and RCD. 
Why, no, why Prince is not in the bad video? <laughs> I can't believe this. It's Purple Rain is Black History. <laughs> Purple Rain is the movie. Oh yeah, they're great. That's the, that's that's the clip. Oh. Had a beeper and shit. There was never like any rivalry between you and Mr. Jackson. Oh, not to me, no. That's, okay. Yeah. I love the story of you, you know, there's all these prince. I'm sorry. That's, that's, all, that's the guy you used to yeah. be. There's all these, you know, the legendary tales of whatever. There's the story of you turning down bad. Well, you know, that Wesley Snipes character, right. that, that would have been me. <laughs> so, what's up? To put it better, the first line of that song is, your butt is mine. Your butt is mine. Okay. Now, I said, who going to sing that to whom? Because you sure ain't singing that to me. <laughs> and I sure ain't singing it to you. So, right there we got, you know, right there we got a problem. It's interesting meeting them. Oh, no, man. Wow. Yeah. What is going on? Fuck, oh. First of all, that's... I don't know if we talked about this. Have we talked about this on the podcast before? What? The man? Prince and Michael Jackson rivalry? Yeah. yeah. I think you even played the video and everything. And yeah. So, yeah. Um, not to me. Not to me. That's how you know the niggas was into it. Well, niggas say not to me. Yeah. Oh, man. Black history, man. Purple Rain is black history. The song? The, the album? The movie? the movie? I never seen the movie. Stop. I seen Moonwalker though. Wait, see? We wait, see wait, that's wait, how probably... you never seen Purple Rain. I doubt it. But you watched Michael Jackson Moonwalker. Oh, absolutely. One of the most violent video. Like it's just straight gunshots at one point in that motherfucker. Like dude, like, get up! You know, the, the guy, the crazy dude. And they just shooting. Like it's all it's just hella bullets on the ground. It was great. Fuck you, mean it was great. Whatever Mike did in that movie was great. Mike was great. That movie was what any okay is the greatest thing of that movie. And then oh. that song, Don't just leave me alone. Don't leave me alone. Leave me alone. Leave me alone. Leave me alone. You know what's funny? That's the only thing. Mike, Mike only said real nigga shit sometimes. Every once in a while. Like, leave me alone. Like, it'd be his say, Leave me alone. Like, whoa. You're picking, just stop monkeying me around. That boy, <laughs> that different boy. <laughs> them beats drop, vocals. Woo. But you know, it's, it's interesting about Mike is. So I heard one of, one of the funniest bits I've ever heard is from this uh, comic named um, Black um, Black Ron. Mm. You see Black Ron joke about uh, uh, about Billie Jean. Uh-uh. Type in Black Ron, <laughs> Black Ron Michael Jackson bit. You know who the most toxic nigga ever was? Michael Jackson. Michael Joseph Jackson. All his songs was toxic. Mike out here getting side coochie, telling everybody. I met this bitch at the club. I pulled her down on the street. <laughs> pulled a bitch in the car. And she grabbed the mic on with me. That ain't really what he said, but I'm paraphrasing. I'm about to say, cool, man. <laughs> but that's basically what he was saying. That nigga Mike was so toxic, he witnessed the murder and wouldn't say nothing. <laughs> yeah, that was the other song. Won't you hush and let me tell the jokes? <laughs> Oh, I want to participate. I know he's talking about face ass. <laughs> <laughs> but the next joke song was Smooth Criminal, where he witnessed a murder and would not say nothing. Have a creepy ass nigga stand there and watch a woman get murdered and won't say nothing. And I came up on the window. I heard something. A crescendo. It came out of your apartment. I see some blood stains on the carpet. And he gonna lean all up in her window. And then you okay? <laughs> and then are you okay? Are you okay? What? What? 
don't you call 911? Creepy ass little boy. But the most toxic song of all. Michael had got some coochie from a lady one night, one oh, evening. Man. They had a beautiful time together. And then that lady moved on with her oh, life. Dirty Diana. Got married. Married a rich nigga from Africa. Oh, no. Remember he took time. her back to Wakanda or Zamunda or somewhere nice <laughs> like that. Had built up a brand new palace. <laughs> but like most women, she still wasn't satisfied. She's sitting over there bored. He don't know what to do to entertain her. He say, what must I do? So he starts throwing little talent shows at the house. <laughs> Start inviting all kind of niggas over to the house. Jugglers, swallow eaters. You know niggas that be swallowing, eating shit, five swords, swallow eaters. <laughs> Magicians and shit. And none of them niggas would entertain this lady. She still was not amused. Nine different niggas performed. Then the 10th nigga showed up. He wasn't even on the list. <laughs> Magic Johnson didn't even know what to call him. He was like, and now, this nigga. <laughs> and this nigga walked out in front of this lady and her brand new husband. All on these people, brand new flow. Opened up a bag of dirt and pulled it. All on these people, brand new palace floor. And walked the fuck off. And they was like, hey, what you gonna do about this dirt? And Michael spun his toxic ass out the dirt. Boom, 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 And she immediately recognized Michael. That's why she looked the fuck off. Like, I know Michael ass. <laughs> and you hear talking about that one time we fucked, that one time. At my brand new house in front of my hood. And she ignored Mike for the whole fucking song. But Mike would not be ignored. He jumped out the dirt with him. All the background dancers. Mike had receipts. Mike start naming places. Do you remember on the phone <laughs> after dark in the park, you and me, two or three? Uh, what about? Uh, what about? That, that. That's when he ate the pussy. I'm black run. Good night. Oh my God. So uh, shout out to Black Ron, man. Godly. Uh, as funny as that was, I feel offended. <laughs> I love Ron. That was classic. Hey, man. Like, Mike made some very toxic... Like, Billy Jade is a crazy toxic self. Billy Jade, you're not my lover. He said, I am, but the kid is not my son. He was a part of the first group of lousy baby daddy niggas. That's what Billy Jean's about. Well, Billy Jean created. Yeah, all right, nigga. Yeah, I, I, you said yeah, I know, but I ain't the one. The kid's not my son, so shut up, Billy Jean. <laughs> I don't know if I like this right now. What you? No, it's just fucking interesting. You're tearing down one of the greatest entertainers we've ever had. I'm not tearing them down. Tearing, his, tearing down his songs. You're breaking them down. I don't like. I it. mean, Prince, Prince ain't shit, nigga. Both the niggas is assholes. <laughs> You know what I'm saying? Yeah, but I don't know Prince music like that. Shit. No disrespect. The song Nikki? Nope. This nigga saw it when a girl walked in with, with Morris Day in Purple Ray, and he wasn't even done with the other song yet. He just, he was so irritated, he just ended it. Like, the, the band was still playing. Ding, ding, ding. He like, ah, ah, ah. Sorry. And he started screaming at him like, and the song ended. And then he did Nikki to, like, hurt, like to hurt her feelings in mm. front of Morris Day. But also, Boris did that movie, threw a woman in the garbage can. So this is all black history, right? This, yeah. Those are the times that they the were 80s, living in. The 80s was a weird, toxic <laughs> time. That was the normal. And now we look back, not judging, but like, wow, that happened? And yeah, so I don't like comparing that to this. So let's enjoy it, Ma. Uh, what do you consider? Okay, then we'll be done with this. Mm -hmm. Is R. Kelly black history? Is R. Kelly black? Like, is he a part of black history? I mean, like, yeah. Do, do we, and see, this is interesting, because when you think about him, we think about Bill Cosby, we think about, I'm just trying to think of people we had to, like, be like, oh, they we're done with them. Well, all the stuff they've done, mm -mm. do we take them out of history? 
I don't think so. Um, I believe I can fly. The world's greatest songs like that. You can't throw that away. Those songs will be forever engraved, and they're awesome, they're awesome songs. He had a lot. He had issues. He's paying for it now. He's, he's he's where he is. But even with Bill Cosby, do we do we erase what he's done for the culture and black people because of what he's been, uh, what he's what he did? No. Not at all. It's interesting. I mean, I, I mean, people. Some people do what they want to do. I'm not. It's a very complicated thing. Yeah. But I, you know, what's funny about that is we're only asked to take our people out of that stuff in those type of situations. And that's the first thing I thought about when you asked that. I mean, it's a whole series about Dahmer. <laughs> like, which they- honestly, you know, if, even when you think about Manson and Charles Manson, they consider those things a part of American history. They rather call that a part of American history than shit we done. Yep. That Charles Manson stuff is man. It's fucking insane. Helter Skelter. I read it in high school. It was insane, bro. <sighs> you familiar? About Charles Char- Manson. Yeah. Yeah, but they, you know, not saying they, you know, they celebrated. Is Dahmer a celebration because they made that series? Or is it just history? Is it a documented that's what I'm saying. That they'll document some serial killers as part of American history before they say the, sh- the nigga made the peanut. Yeah. <laughs> like, I get what you're saying. Like, there wouldn't be like a scripted series that came out about R. Kelly like peeing on girls and marrying Aaliyah. You know what I mean? Like, that would never, that biopic wouldn't happen. It wouldn't, it wouldn't happen. It, like, it's only done, like, it's, and that's what I'm saying. Like, if you think about the most negative white person in, in American history was still, not necessarily be celebrated, but they're, they're not even telling them not to talk about this shit in schools. Hmm. You know what I'm saying? Like, they mad at us bringing up, like, yo, why the fuck we still talk about Christopher Columbus? Right. Yeah. But they're like, wait a minute, can y'all take the slave stuff out? We, we keep the other shit. But <laughs> can we forget about that? Motherfucker, fuck you. Hmm. Yeah. So you don't want us to talk about slave shit, but y'all love... We did a whole series on Dahmer? Some shit we should forget about? We don't even do shit to honor the victims. At least, you know what I mean? It's just fucking interesting. So let's stop taking our people out of stuff. Let's stop comparing our people. Let's just enjoy. Let's celebrate each other. Uh, Black History Month, man. Well, yeah. Black that's, History Year, man. Let's, let's, let's celebrate each other. But let's, yeah. let's, let's make it clear that what we celebrate during Black History Month is not history. We're celebrating our culture. Right. Because our history is American history. Mm-hmm. Let that be clear. We don't need no month talking about the shit we did because it's a part of American fucking history. It's Black Culture Month. Yeah, it is. Now leave us the fuck alone in February. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Yeah. Another great episode of Keep It Real with Young Wayne. Happy Black History Month, y'all. We out. That was a headgum podcast.